Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yemini, and each week we'll look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's Parsha perspective is in loving memory of Miriam Basyamin, Daniel Aaron Ben Yigal, Leah Mincha Basak of Yosef, Edward Ben Ephraim, Shlomo Ben Edward, and Yachmir Daniel Ben Gedalia. May the souls be blessed and may the memories be a blessing. This week's Torah portion is Parsha Snasai, the blessing of love. Our Parsha begins with God telling Moshe the transport duties of the three families of the tribe of Levi. The first family, Gershon, carried all the veils, tapestries, and skins used in the Mishkan. The Kahas family was tasked with transporting all the holy vessels custom-made for the Kohen and for the priests in service of the Mishkan. And the Merari family was entrusted with carrying all the structural components of the Mishkan. God then teaches Moshe Rabbeinu about the Saita and the Nazir. A Saita is a suspected adulteress who has witnessed going to seclusion with another man. This seclusion was specifically after being warned not to associate with that individual. She is forbidden to her husband and must be escorted to the Besamekdash. When she arrives, the Kohanim write this Torah portion on parchment and soak it in water until the ink dissolves. The Saita must drink the water, and if she indeed committed adultery, her belly would miraculously swell until she died. But if she was unharmed by the water, it was clear that she is innocent and was blessed with many blessings. Conversely, the Nazir is a person who vows to abstain from wine and grape products. They must not cut their hair and may not come in contact with a human corpse. This was all done to achieve and attain a deeper level of spirituality and holiness. However, a question comes to mind. At the end of the fourth Aliyah, God tells Moshe the Berchas Kohanim, the priestly blessings that are recited by the Kohanim to this very day. The blessing recited beforehand is Baruch Atah Hashem Alekeinu Melcha'ilam, Blessed are you, the Lord of God, King of the universe, that has sanctified us with the holiness of Aaron the high priest and commanded us to bless your people, the nation of Israel, with love. No other blessings specify that it must be done with love. So why must this unique mitzvah, this unique commandment, be done with love? One of the many answers given is that the priestly blessings should be accompanied by love. Each element of the blessing should be given and received with love and affection. The priestly blessing is divided into three. Hashem May the Lord guard you and watch over you. Hashem May God turn His face towards you and favor you. May the Lord raise His face towards you and grant you peace. When the coin ends the blessing with love, he's asking, that the guardianship, that the favor, that the peace bestowed upon the Jewish people and obtained without any limits or restrictions. And interestingly, Ba'ahava, this love is codified into law. A coin that has resentment towards the congregation or they have hostility towards him should not recite the Birchas Gahanim, the priestly blessing, because it must be done with love. However, Rabbi Jonathan Sachs of Blessed Memory, the former chief rabbi of Great Britain, gives a deeper and more profound explanation. He writes that the Ba'ahava, that the love refers to God's love that is then mirrored by the Kohanim blessing the congregation. This love traces back all the way to Aaron the high priest, who spontaneously blessed the Jewish nation and therefore merited access to this love for all future generations. Rabbi Sachs explains that the Kohanim are just a channel for God's blessings to his chosen people, 
as the following Pasuk after the priestly blessing states, that they, the Kahanim, shall link my name on the people of Israel, and I, God, will bless them. Meaning that it is God's blessing to the nation, and He is using the Kahanim as a pipeline for the blessings to reach the Jewish people. And hence the Kahanim must be selfless, they must be pure as they prepare to give the priestly blessings, which is really God's blessings. Rabbi Sachs continues, that all the Jewish people are given the responsibility, they're given the duty and the honor of being a Kohen, of being a priest. On the second day of preparation before receiving the Torah on Mount Sinai, Moshe Rabbeinu comes down the mountain and repeats what God told him, and you, the Jewish people, shall be a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. Each of us is honored to be a conduit, to be a pipeline for God's blessings here on earth, to be His light for the rest of His creations to be a divine ambassador of holiness and righteousness as darkness and chaos blurs God's presence in our physical world. But it all begins with love, the foundational element upon which blessings unfold, develop, and connect us with our Creator. In our daily life, it is imperative to understand that love is not theoretical or an abstract concept confined to the realm of ideas or emotions. Instead, it is a practical, it is a tangible force that actively shapes and influences our interactions with others. When we love our fellow as ourselves, when we do the mitzvah of it not only benefits the recipient, but brings about a transformative change within us. This love aligns our actions with the divine will of our Father in Heaven, fostering a deeper connection to the divine purpose and guiding us to our unique and soul potential. I will conclude with just a small part of a beautiful essay written on love by Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs. At the heart of Judaism is a covenant of love. It has been often viewed as a religion of law, of justice, but that is quite untrue. To be sure, Judaism is a religion of law and justice between human beings, because only where there is law can there be a just society. Judaism is nothing if not a religion of society. But between God and humanity, there's a bond of love. Have a great weekend and a good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.